Awesome. So here we go. If you've got a Bible, go ahead and open it up to Exodus chapter 14. Uh, that's where we're going to be camped out this morning, and we'll be looking at Exodus 14 and 15 for, for most of our time. Um, but uh, how many of you guys have ever seen the movie Prince of Egypt? Okay, pretty, pretty good amount of you. Um, it's, a, it's the Disney movie about the, the Exodus story. The reason I, I ask that is because even if someone's not familiar with the, with the biblical account of the Exodus, most people have seen that movie. It was, a, it was a pretty well done by Disney. Um, and so um, what we're going to be talking about this morning, the movie is based off of what we're going to be looking at in the scriptures this morning. And more specifically, the, the last, you know, maybe third of um, the movie and so if you've been here throughout the semester, you know we've been kind of going through the Old Testament semi-slowly, specifically the book of Genesis. And what we've been doing is we've been going through the Jesus Storybook Bible, the Bible I read to my sons um, every night before they go to bed. And the reason we've been doing that is we want to have this view of the Old Testament that reminds us that the Old Testament is not just this collection of moralistic stories that, about people we can learn from, but in reality is an unfolding story of God revealing to us who he is, who we are, and the promise of what he's going to do to save his people. Both Israel, specifically in the Old Testament, but ultimately the entire world by the time we get to Christ's ministry and subsequently his death, burial, and resurrection. And so we've been talking about how important it is to see these themes because a lot of us think that God might be this angry kind of God in the Old Testament who, who gets upset really quick and, and makes a lot of decisions on the fly and, you know, is always angry. And what we've been seeing over and over again throughout the Old Testament up until this point is that, yes, God does hate sin, but his character is unchanging. He's still merciful in the Old Testament. He's still saving people in the Old Testament. He's still promising to do things in the Old Testament. And ultimately promising in the future a big movement, ultimately through his son, to save the entire world from the sin and destruction that Adam and Eve had created all the way back in Genesis chapter 3. And so our story last week talked about Isaac and him being Abraham's son and Abraham being willing to sacrifice him and how that was a foreshadow to God giving us his own son as a substitute for our sin. And so we're going to skip way forward. We're going to miss a bunch of things in the Old Testament to get to the story we're at this week. Isaac ends up having two sons. One's Jacob, one's Esau. It's a crazy story. Esau sells his birthright to Jacob for some stew. It's kind of crazy. And then Esau threatens to kill Jacob, and there's family fighting, and Jacob runs off. Jacob ends up having kids. He ends up having 12 sons, actually. And they end up becoming the 12 tribes of Israel. And Joseph is the son that he loves the most, probably not a great idea if you're a parent to have favorites as kids and let them know about it, but Joseph decided to let it be known that he was the most important son and that everyone else would bow down to him, and then Jacob decided to let everybody know that Joseph was his favorite son, and obviously the other 11 brothers were not big fans of him, and so they ended up selling him into slavery, sending him off into Egypt, and when he got to Egypt, he ended up going through a lot of different things, but actually rose to prominence to the point where he was actually a prince in Egypt, and ended up saving his family's life during a famine. The family that sold him into slavery and captivity ended up coming to Egypt for food, and Joseph lovingly 
saved them, fed them, and kept them safe during the famine. And Israel ends up settling in Egypt. Now, fast forward a couple generations, this is where we are at this point. What's ended up happening is that the Pharaoh of Egypt has no connection or ties with Joseph anymore at this point. He doesn't remember what a great leader Joseph was to Egypt. And so they end up enslaving the Israelites in Egypt. So they're doing this back-breaking work, doing things for the nation of Egypt. And at one point during the narrative, the Pharaoh of Egypt is so worried about how many male Israelites are being born that he says, all right, we're just going to kill all the kids under the age of three. And the story says that there's this one woman who places her, her son, right, in, in a basket to have him saved, and he comes down the river, and Pharaoh's daughter sees him, has mercy on him, and saves him, and this is Moses, right? And Moses ends up being this Israelite 